Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is season four, episode 342 of this daily study podcast. Thank you so much for joining us once again today, even if we are a bit late uh, with the episode today. I wanted to get the episode out, uh, honestly. Reason being is because it's looking a bit chaotic with our family right now. Uh, our son, for, for those of you that don't know, uh, is uh, undergoing chemo treatment at this time. He's doing well, he's in remission, he's kind of um, over halfway through his treatment now, but obviously with that comes the uh, the challenges of being immunocompromised and being easily able to pick up illnesses and things like that. And yesterday I got home from work, uh, ready to start the Christmas holidays with my family. We we're going to go see a wonderful Harry Potter like Christmas lights experience, Forbidden Forest nearby, to start it off on the Wednesday night, um, to start our festivities off, and our son spiked a temperature, which for um, a child who's undergoing chemo treatment is a very it can be a very dangerous thing uh, if um, it's not checked as to what the issue is or what's causing the temperature so it was a trip to A&E for for myself and our, and our son and uh, basically some tests later and it, we found that he not only has the caught the flu uh, but he also has a, a kind of cold uh, like a, a strain of the cold as well so he's feeling a very um well, I mean, he's not feeling unwell, actually. He's doing very well. Uh, he's just got a very high temperature. Um, the next 24 hours is key. Uh, they've so they've sent, him, sent him home with some medication to help with the flu, and they said just to treat the, the, um, the temperature. But if it gets to kind of tomorrow night, so another 24 hours um, since they last saw him, uh, then uh, he may end up having to go into hospital to be checked again just to make sure there's nothing else that is causing it since his... Um, his body's been tested, uh, which may end up meaning uh, hospital time on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. So we shall see um, what the next uh, 24 hours brings, which is why I wanted to get an episode out now, just to get today covered and one tomorrow morning as well. And then we'll just have to see. Um, we were hoping to have a Christmas with others this year uh, after our COVID uh, Christmas last year, just us four at home together. Uh, it may end up being that we're not even together as the four this year. So We'll see uh, what happens, but I'm sure that we'll be able to enjoy the Christmas season uh, anyway. And of course, you know, we can always celebrate Christmas on, a, on another day, uh, not necessarily the day itself. So I uh, wanted to um, focus and turn my thoughts away from all those things that are in, in my head and, and my wife's head right now, which is is tricky. It's tricky. And um, our son is, you know, very anxious about having a temperature this time tomorrow this, that, as high as he has it right now. So um, let's focus on some of the more uh, important messages around Christmas and that is of course remembering the Saviour and um, the impact and the power that he has in our lives and one of the things we're going to look at for the next couple of days is the symbols um, that help us remember the Saviour. The Christmas season is full of symbols and for even those people who don't celebrate Christmas for the spiritual purposes behind it or the religious purposes behind it um, I think they'd be surprised to see the number of symbols that are used in the decorations in the traditions, in the things that they do, which Paul point toward the Saviour. It, it reminds me of a story I like to share when I was on my mission where we were knocking on doors uh, in the Leeds mission in England and uh, knocked on one particular door uh, in, a, in, a, in a town called Huddersfield and um, the, the, the lady opens the door and it's, there's Christmas lights on in the window, we're in the middle of December, uh, there's even a star kind of hung above the doorway um, and and about behind her head, you can see some decorations and a star hanging behind her head as well. 
and we asked to share the message of Christ at this Christmas season. Um, but she said that she didn't have time for Christ at this time. And I couldn't help but just ponder just the interesting words she used. And also just the fact that everywhere around her, there was symbols pointing toward Christ. Um, and I think that at Christmas time, we can forget uh, even, you know, when we are focused toward the Saviour, just how many symbols there are. Um, here are some symbols from the um, scriptures that we have, mainly the Old Testament, but also the New Testament about, about the Saviour uh, that the Come Follow Me manual suggests. Uh, we'll have a look through those, that the ones that they've given, but I'd also love to hear some of the thoughts, thoughts around symbols that you are aware of as well. For example, one that I want to share before we dive into the Come Follow Me materials is... Um, is the Advent candle. Uh, I'm sure many of us have heard of Advent calendars, uh, the doors that mark the day towards Christmas. Well, in um, in a number of Christian denominations, they have something called an Advent candle. Uh, and this candle is um, basically comprised of five candles, all set within a um, a wreath that, that is made of kind of the same plant as a, an evergreen plant, you know, the same kind of plant as a Christmas tree and that kind of thing. Um, and the, the number of symbols just wrapped within that is amazing. You, know, you think of the circle representing, you know, the, the completeness and the eternity of God. You think about the green that stays, the evergreen plants that goes around that circle and just, um, the, you know, the eternal nature of God and, and life, everlasting life that he brings, represented by the, the undying plants, even through the winter seasons. Then you think about the candles. Uh, there are five of them. Uh, five marking each week, each Sunday uh, before leading up to Christmas in that period of Advent, uh, but then also the final um, candle lit on Christmas Day. And um, I just think, again, light of the world, um, the, the love of God, um, just the number of symbols that come in with the candle and the flame. Uh, that's just one that um, we don't necessarily have in our denomination or our faith uh, as members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. But I like the number of, and it just kind of, for me, shows the number of symbols and imagery that can be found in something as simple as a tradition or a <coughs> um, um, object like that uh, to help point us toward Christ. So the first one that the Come Follow Me manual suggests is uh, the Lamb. Now, obviously, the lamb has come up a number of times in the Old Testament. In Genesis 22, verse 8, it says, And Abraham said, My son, God will provide himself a lamb for a burnt offering. So they went both of them together. This, of course, being the interaction between Abraham and Isaac uh, before Isaac was offered on the, the altar, as asked by God to Abraham. And what Abraham, I'm sure, didn't quite comprehend at that moment, it was the prophetic nature of what he said, not just because... Um, they would have a lamb provided for them uh, to stop the um, the sacrifice of Isaac in the thicket. Um, perhaps Abraham had faith that there would be a lamb provided in that way. Uh, perhaps he had faith that Isaac wouldn't uh, be having to be sacrificed. We don't know the thought process of Abraham. We had that discussion uh, when we studied this earlier in the year. But of course, he this statement by Abraham also points toward the Saviour himself, that God will provide himself a lamb for a burnt offering. Now, the phrasing of this, I think, is just down to the Old English. But I find it interesting that it says, God will provide himself a lamb for a burnt offering. The, the way we read that, or I read that, you know, uh, is that he will provide a lamb. God will provide a lamb. But actually, God will provide himself a lamb for a burnt offering. It almost makes it sound like that he is offering himself as a lamb 
for the burnt offering, which of course, you know, we believe the Saviour did do in coming to the earth that Christmas, that Christmas season. Uh, in Exodus 12, 5, we learn about how the lamb should be without blemish, a male of the first year. And of course, how that um, ritual and that sacrifice all pointed uh, towards the Saviour. And then in 1 Peter uh, chapter 8 and 1, verses 18 to 20, and of course, we'll study this this year in our New Testament, but um, it points toward the Saviour again. It says in verses 19 to 20, we'll read, But with the precious blood of Christ, as of a lamb without blemish and without spot, who verily was foreordained before the foundation of the world, but was manifest in these last times for you. So even in the early Christian church with um, Peter and the, uh, and the first apostles, they were aware of the symbology, the, the link between this sacrifice of this lamb uh, and how Christ uh, would be uh, sacrificed and was sacrificed at that point for us. And they understood at that point the importance of that sacrifice, even if they didn't uh, in the in the first few weeks, the uh, first few days and weeks uh, after uh, his his uh, atoning sacrifice. We are going to have to stop there, reaching the ten minute mark. Um, so apologies if there's going to be some patchy recordings over the next few days or so. Um, you know, um, we'll see what what happens. Uh, your prayers are appreciated, uh, and just yeah, just hoping that we can spend Christmas together. That's all we want, really. So um, we'll see. But again, if not, you know, even if on Christmas Day we are, you know, the circumstances don't don't allow that, we'll make you know. There's always ways to make sure we can spend that time together afterwards. So thank you very much for your time, uh, and thanks for sharing in our study and share some of your um, symbols that you've recognised uh, from the Christmas season, from uh, the Come Follow Me manual, and any thoughts behind those. Uh, I'd love to hear them on the Facebook group or the email uh, address ldstudysession at gmail.com. Thank you very much for your time and until we meet again.